Hello again. This is Michelle Nutter, the Education and Outreach Program Manager for the Pennsylvania Office of Attorney General. We are going to continue our look at keeping our children safe online while they are at home during the COVID-19 pandemic. Part one of this podcast focused on setting the standards for media usage with your child and how important it is to have open lines of communication about those expectations. In this podcast, we are going to focus on the importance of practicing safe and smart digital citizenship. It's important that we talk to our children about how to make smart choices in what we say and do online, why it's important that we do so, and who to report concerns to if we are targeted by others' negative use of social media. COVID-19 has drastically changed how we interact with others, as we now must practice social distancing to keep ourselves, our families, and our communities safe. As a result, we are spending so much more time in online activity as a way to keep in touch with others. It's important to continue to engage in safe and smart digital citizenship as we and our children connect with others through online environments. Dictionary.com defines digital citizen as a person who develops the skills and knowledge to effectively use the internet and other digital technology, especially in order to participate responsibly in social and civic activities. Digital citizenship, then, is the idea that we have a responsibility to use the technology, the internet, and our digital devices in a safe and smart way. Let's break down being safe and smart online, and we're going to start with tips for keeping your child safe online. Don't provide personal information to strangers. Social media platforms make it seem like we are friends with everyone we meet online. This allows us to lower our guard and share information with these quote-unquote friends that we know we wouldn't share with strangers. Make sure you talk with your child about the difference between friends that they know in real life and quote-unquote friends that they only know through an online environment. Unfortunately, we can't believe everything that we see or hear online. And the sad fact is that some folks exaggerate or just outright lie about themselves on social media. While the motive for these lies may differ, the fact remains that we need to protect ourselves and our children from others online. Remind your child not to provide personal information to others online, including their full name, their age, their address, telephone number, the school they attend, or other personal information. Set privacy settings on all social media accounts. We talked about this in part one of this podcast but we'll go a little deeper here. Make sure that your child's privacy settings are set to private. On your computer, you can protect against privacy invasion through your web browser, but on your smartphone, you do this through the phone settings. Don't let apps share data. Some apps want to use information stored on your phone, such as your contact list. Say no to these requests. Also be careful with social logins. When you log into a site with your Facebook or Google username and password, you may be allowing that app to access certain information from your profile. Make sure you read the fine print to know exactly what it is that you or your child is sharing. Turn off geolocation services on your camera and most apps. Unless you turn off the location services function of the camera on your phone, 
It will include exact longitude and latitude information in the metadata of the photo file of where the picture was taken. This is not information that we would want strangers to have. Also, review the list of apps that want to use location services and make choices for each app. You can generally choose never share, share only while using the app, or always share. If you have installed parental control software that allows you to track where your child is at any given time, then that app would need to be set to always share, as would a find my iPhone or find my mobile app. For social media, games, and other types of apps, however, making sure that your child's phone is never sharing their location is a way to keep them safe from strangers. Don't agree to meet strangers IRL or in real life. This seems like a no-brainer, but it must be discussed with your child and discussed frequently. Remind them that the people that they meet online are strangers, not friends, even though we might think of them as friends. Keeping online relationships online increases our ability to keep our children safe. Make sure that you include prohibitions against IRL meetings with folks they've never met face-to-face -face as part of the stranger danger conversations you're already having with your children. If your child reports that they are the victim of a sexual solicitation from an adult online, please report this immediately to the Pennsylvania Office of Attorney General's Child Predator Section at one 800 385 105 by emailing us at cpu at attorneygeneral.gov or via an anonymous text message by texting PA Kids followed by your tip to tip 411 or 847-411. Make sure your child knows that they need to check with you before they download a new app or visit a new website. As we discussed in part one of this podcast, not every app, platform, or website is appropriate for every user. Make sure your child knows that downloading content isn't just risky from the see no evil, hear no evil perspective, but help them understand that there are certain apps that may contain viruses or other hacking tools that put your device, your privacy, and even your finances at risk. Use strong passwords and don't share them with others. Your child might be tempted to share their passwords with their best friend or with a group of friends. Make sure they know that that is not a safe practice and it really puts them at risk of facing negative consequences if one of their friends engages in inappropriate behavior while logged into your child's account. We do recommend that children share their passwords with their parents, but they not do so with anyone else. Don't click on links in pop-ups, emails, or text messages. These pop-ups and links are often scams or phishing expeditions trying to get information from the user. Remember to remind your child that if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Don't be tempted by chances to win items or services. Unfortunately, in most cases, these are just attempts to defraud individuals. Report or block individuals that are rude, 
or offensive. Make sure, sure your child knows that they don't have to just take it if others are making rude, inflammatory, or offensive remarks. They can report or block these individuals through the app, game, or platform they're using. They should also talk with you about the situation. Depending on what was said and how often this has happened, it may be necessary to report the situation to your local police department as well. Tell a trusted adult if someone is harassing or threatening you online. It is a police matter if someone harasses or threatens your child online. Make sure that you get screenshots of the conversation, if possible, and ask your child questions about who the person is, if they know, when this started, if it is ongoing, and if it is happening in person too. For example, is the person someone who goes to school with them and is engaging in these behaviors both at school and online? Once you have gathered this information, report the harassment or threats to your local police department. If it's happening at school, you can also report the situation to the school for any discipline they may be able to enforce. You and your child can also report this activity to the Pennsylvania Office of Attorney General's Safe to Say Something tip line using the Safe to Say Something app by visiting www.safe2saypa.org or by calling 1-844-SAFE-TO-SAY. That is 1-844-723-2722. Now let's discuss some tips on how to stay smart online. Remember that anything posted online can be shared and traced. Although some apps make it look like our postings or comments disappear after a set amount of time has passed, or we post something and then we delete it, keep in mind that if someone else captures a screenshot of what was originally shared, that content can be reshared or reposted elsewhere. If the content was criminal in nature, law enforcement can obtain search warrants to get that information directly from the internet service provider, cell pro phone provider, or app. What we say and do online stays online. Once it's out there, we can't take it back. So we should always pause before we speak, text, tweet, or post. Remember, if we don't have something nice to say, we shouldn't say it at all. Don't post mean or offensive content on social media. Talk to your child about how important it is to treat others the way that they want to be treated. No one wants to be bullied or read ugly comments about themselves. If we wouldn't want it to happen to us, then we shouldn't do it to someone else. Keep in mind that depending on the type of mean or offensive comments that are made, they may rise to the level of harassment, cyber harassment of a minor, terroristic threats, or ethnic intimidation, all of which are charges under the Pennsylvania Crimes Code. Don't start or repeat gossip. This goes back to the idea that we should treat others the way we want to be treated. Remind your child that when they hear gossip, they can ignore it. That's what we would want others to do if the story is about us. So that's how we should respond when the story is about someone else. Don't send or post inappropriate pictures. While tweens and teens may feel pressure to share these types of photos, make sure that they understand that these pictures are damaging on two levels. One, 
folks who see or hear about the pics will change their opinion of the person who's in the photo. They will believe negative things about the character of that person. Secondly, sending inappropriate pics of a minor is against the law. Even if the teen or tween uses their own phone to send a picture of their own body to someone else, if they are under the age of 18, it could be charged as distribution of child pornography. Report concerning behaviors like bullying, self-harm, or alcohol or drug use seen on the social media feed of friends to a trusted adult. Help your child understand how important it is to report these types of behavior to adults who can help to protect the other child. As we continue to practice social distancing during COVID-19 pandemic, we may be concerned about the physical or emotional well-being of ourselves or others. Please know that the Safe to Say Something tip line remains operational and available 24-7. You can submit a tip using the Safe to Say Something app by visiting www.safe, the number two, saypa.org, or by calling 1-844-SAFE-TO-SAY, 1-844-723-2729. Finally, take time to post and send positive messages. Now, more than ever, it's important that we celebrate the positives that we have in our lives, even as we are going through a very tough time. We can encourage our children to do this, and they can also influence their friends to post content that is supportive of others. We could all use some uplifting right about now. I hope this information has been helpful to you. For more information about the Office of Attorney General and our cyber safety efforts, please visit us at www.attorneygeneral.gov. You can reach the Office of Public Engagement at one 800 525-7642. Or you can connect with me directly at mnutter at attorneygeneral.gov. Thank you for listening and please stay safe both online and as we continue to practice social distancing during the COVID-19 pandemic.